Well, greetings. This is Jonathan McNair. And this is Rob McNair. And this is Brother to Brother. Well, again, welcome to our podcast. This time, what we thought we'd do is read a poem by Edgar Albert Guest. And the poem is titled, I'd Rather See a Sermon. What I'm thinking we can do is we can alternate line by line, okay? How's that sound? Sounds good. Okay, so I'll, I'll start. I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one should walk with me than merely tell the way. The eyes a better pupil and more willing than the ear. Fine counsel is confusing, but examples always clear. And the best of all the preachers are the men who live their creeds, for to see good put in action is what everybody needs. I soon can learn to do it if you'll let me see it done. I can watch your hands in action, but your tongue may fast may run. And the lecture you deliver may be very wise and true, but I'd rather get my lessons by observing what you do. For I might misunderstand you in the high advice you give, but there's no misunderstanding how to act and how you live. When I see a deed of kindness, I'm eager to be kind. When a weaker brother stumbles and a strong man stays behind, just to see if he can help him, then the wish grows strong in me to become as big and thoughtful as I know that friend to be. And all travelers can witness that the best of guides today is not the one who tells them, but the one who shows the way. One good man teaches many. Men believe what they behold. One deed of kindness noticed is worth forty that are told. Who stands with men of honor learns to hold his honor dear. For a right living speaks a language which to everyone is clear. Though an able speaker charms me with his eloquence, I say, I'd rather see a sermon than to hear one any day. I like that. There's a lot of meaning to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a simple, it's a, a simple premise that uh, we lead by example. It's not something that's that's new, but I like the way he puts that. It's very clear, very uh, just it, it, it illustrates the point very well. So I guess for us, we're going to talk about this a little bit. Um, so what, where do we find this reflected in the Bible? What are some of your thoughts? I mean, what's how can we how can we apply this to what we read in the Bible? and to our daily life what's some, what what do you have what are you thinking well you know uh when we were looking at this topic and 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 thinking about it beforehand it it just i guess it struck me that there really are so many examples in the bible of god's servants who did did something that that speaks to you in mm. such a way that is even more powerful than a, a, a verbal exhortation. And I, one I thought of was Daniel. Hmm. You know, when it says there in, in uh, Daniel that uh, he heard the, when the writing <laughs> was, was written, the decree was written about no one should petition any God for 30 days. It says, when he heard that, he went to his house and he opened up the windows and he got on his knees and he prayed three times just as he had for a time. And I, I thought, you know, just reading that example and just thinking that he did that 
as Edgar Guest is talking about, when you when you know someone did something, when you see someone who did something, uh, it, it stiffens you 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 a little bit. You know your mm-hmm. courage, as opposed to just being exhorted. Hey, you should be courageous for the truth. You know, as, as I'm thinking about it, and we wrote some examples down to to talk about, and I'm thinking. Can you find any example in the Bible? I'm thinking of an effective leader who was not also a good example. I mean, I think of, um, well, I have one in my mind, but but actually I'm going to jump to this thing that I got from Harvard Business Review because um, it, it, it speaks of this. Mm-hmm. So there's a Harvard, Harvard Business Review article <clears throat> titled, Like It or Not, You Are Always Leading by Example. And basically, that's the gist of the article yeah. is that uh, you can whatever you say is is not going to carry weight. In fact, this in this article, um, he even talks about hiring people and asking questions of them, asking them how they lead and what what what's an example that they've shown. And so it's, mm, it's really mm, fascinating. But mm. but um, here's a here's a little part of it that I thought would be uh, interesting to read. Let's see here. So he says. Um, Oh, let's see here. Uh, Okay. Oh, here we go. He said, um, that's why, and it's breaking into the thought here, but Mm. that's why inconsistency and hypocrisy so acutely matter. He writes, the executive who is always, and then he highlights again, always, unapologetically late to his own meetings evokes eye rolls when his lead by example stories stress respect. In other words, he's Mm -hmm. telling these stories of lead by example and everybody in the room is thinking only one thing. And that is, well, it's like Mm -hmm. uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, uh, the famous quote, your actions speak so loudly, I cannot hear what you are saying. Yeah. You know, but, but he says, Again, the executive who is always, always unapologetically late to his own meetings evokes eye rolls when his lead-by-example stories stress respect. He said, he wrote, Similarly, I have heard 40-minute lead-by-example answers from global business unit leaders who never once referenced a single customer or client, even as their firm declared its strategic intent to become more customer-centric. Following up with a polite so how do you lead by example when it's serving when it comes to serving customers provoked a painfully awkward silence <laughs> because it wasn't it wasn't being yeah. followed through all his talk wasn't being followed through and mm-hmm. I, I i guess when, in answer to my own question i'm thinking saul was an example right saul yeah who um you know he wanted to look good but right. his example was disastrous to his leadership right right so right. you know there are you think about what, what are some examples in the Bible of those who did not, and and, and really, I don't think you can. I don't think you can name an, uh, an effective you, example. And you and the reason is because I mean, just like uh, it says that by uh, of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Hmm. Out of the abundance of the heart, our example comes out, yeah. and, and those who are, are are setting a good example, it just it just happens. Those those who are Let's say uh, effective, uh, godly leaders are going to be setting a good, good example because you can't without it. You, you know, 
the reality is that nobody's perfect in this regard, right? right. I mean, nobody's right. perfect. And, and uh, you know, what that reminds me of the fact that when you're a leader, the people who are under your authority, the people who are required because within the church, we recognize government and we recognize the importance of that. But at the same time, if you think about it, people suffer for, from mm. as a result of our, our poor leadership. Mm-hmm. And if we if we don't provide the right example, and yet we we talk we talk the talk, but we don't walk the walk, mm-hmm. you know the people suffer for that. Be, right. First of all, because they, I think it, it it throws a roadblock in their ability to uh, to learn and and to absorb those characteristics. Because they, I'm, I'm speaking perhaps for myself. You know, when, yeah. I, when I hear somebody talking about something and promoting some idea, and I real in my own mind, they're not they are not following that themselves. It's like I put up a, a hand, sure. I put up resistance sure. against it, and, and I think it probably impacts my ability to think positively and, and, and learn from that. Sure, so, sure. Um, well, and, and by the other, uh, on the same same token, the uh, when we think of leadership in the home, you know, I, I think it's interesting as our children grow, if we have children, that um, as, as, you, as they become uh, individuals in their own right, it's you 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 start to see uh traits and characteristics that they do and they and they are and reflective of of Mm, you it's scary and and sometimes it's scary and and so as you said nobody's perfect and so all of us are uh, should be and and refining our example and and when we are aware of made aware of and Oftentimes, <laughs> the leadership in the home is a, a very, very effective uh, um, laboratory yeah. for shining a light on ourselves and then thinking about what is my example? How am I mm-hmm. reflecting what I project, what I want to project? And oftentimes, our, our children will, uh, will, uh, mm-hmm. will uh, uh, help us to see that, you know what, I can, I can do that part a little better. Yeah. I can be yeah. a little bit more on top of it over here. And yeah. uh, but we're we're always having to gr- grow in that, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, and you know the the sad thing in a way is that I think sometimes with our kids or with other people, we are the hardest on them when they reflect attributes of ourselves that we we don't like, you know, that we <laughs> That is true. that we don't um yeah. And yeah, but how do they get those? You know, from, like, from us. From us, you know. <laughs> uh, we, I find right, that you know, right, I, right. it's very easy because when we see an attribute, and we we um, we know we struggle with that. It annoys us. Yeah. We know it annoys us about ourselves. Yeah. And it annoys us about them. We're not patient with it sometimes, and and yet it's our own, you know, it's our own doing. Um, so right. it's uh, that's right. All these dynamics, but it's certainly a powerful. It's certainly a powerful point, and. Um, yeah, we had some. We were thinking about some other examples of scriptures that are, you know, promote this idea of the importance of example. You, you know, know I think of, um, of of Timothy's example and how he was uh, a leader. He was a, a young man, young evangelist, and how that as we were talking about this, it got me thinking. Um, in the church, if you're given any responsibility at all. Um, standing up before the congregation or a service responsibility, not necessarily in front of everyone, 
there's most likely going to be someone older than you mm -hmm. that you are responsible for or, or, or is doing work that you are, um, you are delegated to uh, have authority in that specific case. And what did Paul say? He said, don't despise, uh, let no one despise your youth, uh, but be an example to, uh, in word and deed to, to the believers. Mm -hmm. um, how, how important it is if we don't want um, our limitations, and, and let's say if we're younger, uh, and we're leading older people, well, that's going to be an automatic limitation right there. Yeah. But how do you counteract that? By setting an example. Mm -hmm. And because we all, even if we're not thrilled about mm -hmm. <laughs> having mm -hmm. someone uh, who is maybe younger than us or less or experienced, less uh, experienced, mm -hmm. when we see their example, mm -hmm. then you have to stop and, and step back and think, okay, hey, yeah, you know sure. what? I, I, I can follow that. Yeah. I can learn yeah. from that. You know, as you're, as you're saying that, I'm thinking of the, the verse we had earmarked in uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 12, where we read, Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. And the reason I, I think that's interesting is because there are times from this, in other words, the scenario about which he's talking is a time when the example is positive, yet their words are negative. Mm -hmm. Their attitude is negative. Mm -hmm. But there's a time, I, I, and I think this can be, it can, it can happen in a lot of scenarios, but if, if our example is consistent, you can soften somebody who who has a, a negative attitude towards you. Mm -hmm. I, I really I feel like that that's the case. If somebody, if and frankly that's what you were just mentioning. If if somebody you know if if you have a, a more of a, a negative attitude towards somebody who's less experienced or younger, yeah. But over time, that negative attitude can be softened by the example. So yeah. So it so the order is example, right? Followed by right. words not words followed by example. Although that happens sometimes where you have the words and, and then credibility has to be built. Right, right. But, but sometimes it, example leads, example precedes words, um, at least that are effective. And you know, example casts a long shadow, doesn't it? Mm. Because as he's saying in that verse, that maybe today that this person who sees your example doesn't, understand but it says what in the day of visitation mm -hmm. that he may glorify god in other words that might be you know uh 10 years from now 20 years from now it, it might be when god intervenes call. in their life yeah. it might be when christ returns yeah it might be in the second resurrection yeah so so example casts a long shadow and god wants us to think of the long game mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so uh, I guess that person I cut off this morning on the on the, on the interstate. I need you, to repent did, of that. Did you probably. hide your face as you as you went by? You you should have should have hid your face, put your hood over your face can't, at that can't point. Can't shake my fist at people on the no, on then, the road anymore. Then you crashed into them. That's even worse. That, if, that's even worse. Yeah, if you yeah. can't. Of course, you know, really the classic example of this is Christ, isn't it? I mean, right, because he right. he was that perfect example, and so. Um, you know, he constantly led by example. Sometimes 
the example that was not understood. I th I'm thinking of the whole episode with the, the foot washing where yeah. he said, look, yeah. do this as I, but, but he was leading the examples first and then the explanation came, but, um, you know, he was, he was never, could never be deemed as being hypocritical. Right. Uh, right. At any point. So. He never required his followers to go where he wasn't willing to go. Yeah. And that's, yeah. uh, that's pretty remarkable. I think as we were talking about this, um, I guess to me, uh, you, you know, you, you, you asked um, about examples in our lives mm. of, of, of people, leaders who've made an impression on us. And to me, it, and I'm not sure if this, mm. I'm not sure what to think about this, but I, I, in one sense, there, there are so many. Mm -hmm. When I think back in my life and I think back on the people who impacted me mm. and it's not, I mean, I can think of a few sort of big moment situations, mm. but most of the influence that I can see in other people in my life is frankly very ordinary things mm -hmm. that they just did out of, out of uh, character, uh, habit, thinking nothing of it. Yeah. Just the going through their ordinary daily life. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't that the, in, in one sense, when you look around, you look at your congregation, we look at those that people that we work with in the mm -hmm. church and we have to stop back, step back and, and, and appreciate what, what they're doing in their life, just quietly living their right, life right. and setting examples that we can learn from. Yeah. And to me, I, I don't know, in some ways that that macro view mm. is mm -hmm. very inspiring when you see the, the little things happening day by day yeah. that are building a pattern. You know, you just reminded me of something, and this is part of a pattern, but it is a specific uh, that, that I, I saw with the pastor that I was training under. Uh, we were at dinner one time at somebody's place visiting, and then we were, we were at dinner, and we were sitting there, and uh, the phone rang. And I guess, I guess they, somebody knew that he was uh, at this home, so they, they called. And it was somebody on the phone who was asking, if, um, uh, asking the pastor if he would pray for them and, and anoint them. And um, it was fairly serious, and so he said, he said okay. But, but what he did was he hung up the phone and he just got up from the table and there was a room next door. He went into the room, like I, 10, 20 feet away. I could just see him. He, he, he says, hangs on the phone. He says, okay, excuse me. He goes in the next room. He kneels down at the couch <laughs> right in the living room, right there. I, you could see him. It wasn't, he wasn't yeah, embarrassed. Yeah. It was like, yeah. it wasn't even a big, he didn't make a show of it. It was just, it was just no big deal. He told them he was going to pray for them. Yeah. And yeah. he told them that yeah. he would send them a cloth. I don't remember if he yeah. was to anoint them, go, go visit, but but it was something that seemed like it was urgent enough that it, he wasn't going to go back to dinner and just go uh, go right. along with things. Right. So literally went in the room, kneeled impact. down, and I could just hear him just very barely. He wasn't shouting or screaming or anything. Yeah. But but yeah. then he, he he prayed for the person and he came back, and sat down at the table, and said, and then we went on with the conversation. Yeah. It's like that that really you know again just a yeah. basic thing, no big deal. Yeah. But I knew when he talked and he told me about the importance of. Whenever you can, you don't just send a cloth. Go, 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 anoint them. You know, right. and then get right. take care of. Make that a priority. If somebody's sick, right, make it a priority. Don't put them off. Don't, don't, um, don't take it lightly. Right. 
Well, I I couldn't argue because uh, clearly that's that's the way he approached it. So that's, yeah. I think I, I thought that was really that was that was helpful to me. Yeah. Um, no big deal, but just was the way he, he he functioned. And that that that's kind of a bookmark in your mind. Yeah. Here, so many years later, you know, I I think about um, a a friend of mine in college that uh, we were having a conversation and. I made a a stupid comment that was no. insensitive no. about certain, that certain other people. You do that too. I, oh, I, I did. There, it was one time. I, it must have. And, it must have rubbed off on you. <laughs> and and I'll never forget um, that he he called me out. Mm. And uh, it, it's just a you know it was just us two, but he looked at me and said you know something like. Um, that 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 was that was not that okay. was not nice. That you know, I, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I'm I'm offended by that. Offended for 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 yeah. for what I said about yeah. someone else, and it it shocked me a little bit. But it really was a powerful example for me, and I I immediately understood he was right. Yeah. And I said, you know what, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But it but it it struck me how like you're saying that this. This minister had no no embarrassment about doing what he did. That my friend had no qualms about mm. just saying, "Hey, what mm. you just said wasn't wasn't good." Yeah. Whereas so many times, you know, you might be in a situation where you think, uh, "You well, agonize should over." Should I say <laughs> something? Should I not? He just he just came out and said yeah. it. Yeah. And. <laughs> that really was an interesting example for me, and I've never forgotten it. And and it what he didn't yell, he yeah. didn't shout, he didn't like try to punch me in the nose. He just very calmly said, "Hey, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. have said that." <laughs> so it, it was it was uh, interesting. Yeah, no, it's uh, but that makes an impact more than him yes. giving you a little sermon about you know you shouldn't gossip, you shouldn't say absolutely. The the example is just the way he handled it. It was was more powerful. That's right, so, and then he and then he stopped, and we kept, you yeah, know, went on doing whatever we were doing. Yeah. Well, I uh, anything else you want to add to it? I think you know. I just thought that this is a this is a really powerful. I, I know it's a sort of a simple poem. You know, it's not yeah. fancy poetry, but um, it sure makes a powerful point, and uh, yeah. something that I mean, it's just very practical for for us in ever in our lives. I think so. It doesn't doesn't uh, diminish the importance of of words. Yeah. Doesn't diminish the importance of, of 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 speaking, of conveying, of of communicating. Yeah. But if we are if we have a role where we are interacting with people at all, mm-hmm. which pretty much includes Everybody. all of us. <laughs> <laughs> if if our yeah. if our speech isn't backed up by yeah. by how we're acting. Uh, it's going to be a disconnect, yeah. and it's it's going to be noticed. And it even more important than noticed, it means that we're not going to be really a, as effective yeah. as yeah. we would want to be in our own lives, with our children, with our families, with brethren, in, in whatever role we have. And, and you know, a big part of it is like that article in the Harvard Business Review said it's it's inconsistency. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about the example of of uh, Ananias and Sapphira, where what we were looking at is it's not about creating an image, right? It's not right. about creating right. this impression of our. No, it's about actually being an example, and I, and I think that can be 
Yeah. You know, we, we can do that wrong if we're not careful right. where we, we confuse creating the image of what we are with actually simply just being a, being an example consistently. Right. And, and I, I think it's a tricky thing because we all want to be seen as, as, um, as good and right. as doing right things, but we can't do things so that we could be seen and, to be. And your reputation things. is important. I mean, that, yeah. that Proverbs talks about that. Yeah. It's yeah. more valuable than, than rubies. Yeah. But, but consistency it, is, yeah. is key, I think. And, and, uh, consistency. So, which, which actually then prevents, uh, an oppression of hypo hypocrisy. Right. Right. Uh, and hypocrisy so. is, 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 uh, is so so destructive, you know. It's so just destructive, yeah. In, in in every every way, yeah. Okay, well, that's our podcast for the week. Unless you have anything to add, any last I'm, final I'm good gems of wisdom. That's that's all I've got. Well, okay. Well, thank you for listening this week. Appreciate your time, and hope it was worthwhile and thought provoking. This is Jonathan McNair, and this is Rod McNair, and this has been Brother to Brother. See you next week. Take care.